This is Luke Walton Talks Lakers. I'm Jonathan Gilley, and joining us as always from our studio in Los Angeles, it's Luke Coach Walton. What up, Coach? What's up, John? How's it going, you man? back? So's the Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> so I uh, just want to thank, thank our followers um, that have uh, been waiting with bated breath for our return as well. I'm sorry for not potting during the four months of no basketball, but we didn't have much to talk about. Or the, like, four months of basketball before that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> what was life before, yeah, you right, know, early yeah. March? Who knows? Um, well, we know we, we know that it's been a minute, but we're back, at least for now. <laughs> please, please subscribe to our pod on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, Spotify, Google Podcast app, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you're enjoying this pod, please share it with your friends, and please comment, and check us out on social media, at uh, Luke Walton Laker, and uh, LukeWaltonTalksLakers.com. So let's, let's get a, right into it. I would just say, it's especially important right now to follow us on those things, so that when we drop a pod every six months, you don't miss it. <laughs> Otherwise, you might miss it. <laughs> um, all right, so let's just do a little recap since the work stoppage, right? So yep. let's go back and forth on these. Uh, these are just like big, big things that have happened or cool. things that might be relevant to jokes later. Um, <laughs> uh, Avery Bradley decided to not join the team in Orlando. Much respect to AB. Mm-hmm. No, no slander here. It's personal choice. Mm-hmm. Good for you. We move on. Moving on. Lakers sign J.R. Swish. <laughs> God, we'll talk more about this later. Yeah, but that's awesome. I think this is like the completion of the meme team for real. Oh, yeah. It's the... We're just missing Swaggy P. That's that's like really it at this point. <laughs> well, I'm getting kind of Lance Stevenson vibes from Dion a little bit. <laughs> so I think we actually might be good on the... Like, that's fair like early <clears throat> celebration of threes i feel like we might get one of those out of oh know. i think we'll get one of those for sure <laughs> yeah uh i mean jr let like a behind the backboard shot go <laughs> <Yeah>. yesterday <laughs> i was like oh my god this is we're in for <laughs> quite quite a quite a preseason here i'm so glad we have that five and a half game lead uh oh, for I first know. place in the western conference it's like all right <laughs> we're gonna need that um uh, okay, uh, assistant coach Lionel Hollins was flagged as high risk and did not travel with the team. Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, th- there's a limited set of people who are allowed to travel with the team. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was a like a great quote where like Rob Palenka basically said like, everyone who comes is going to have to do a lot of things. And then like the next day he was on the court like rebounding for Anthony Davis. Yep. Um, yep. So I just think it's kind of all, all hands on deck at the moment. But you know sorry that that uh coach hollins is not there but yeah obviously health comes first for sure and i'm sure that he's you know being part of film sessions and things like that so it actually maybe they'll have him be one of the 300 fans yes <laughs> so he's like kind of there <laughs> yeah awesome. uh i i actually like i was talking to my dad about this about um how in the world series if the dodgers just had one of their coaches at home they would have taken out kershaw <laughs> <laughs> you know not the world series it was against the nationals but like uh but basically like having somebody at home actually that actually might not be too bad during a game for you know i'm sure that collins is probably uh, hollins is probably involved in some way do you think that he's just sitting at home watching with no access to the coaching staff in I, real time i don't know i hope maybe he's got like a trash can that he's banging every time yes. he's like here's the opposing coach call out a <laughs> exactly <laughs> They love it. All right. Uh, Kyle Kuzma started uh, dating Winnie Harlow. Dude, who? what are what are these words? Kardash at Jace. <laughs> My point is, is that, you know, listen, the Kardashian curse oh. is real. <laughs> okay. 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 She is part of that circle, right? Mm. She's on the show. She, she shows up. She also uh, had a, a plane fly over campus on his birthday with a sign behind it that said, happy birthday, Kyle Kuzma. I love you, Winnie. Oh, I bet. I bet there was some like mixed feelings about that in the bubble. <laughs> How so? <laughs> you imagine you're like, let's see, 
Who would be a good I bet example? he got clowned on real hard for that. Yeah, totally. Like, Jason Tatum. He's like, looking up, like, what the? <laughs> you're Kuzma. <laughs> like, you're not even... <laughs> He's so perfectly Kuz, though. It is. It is. Right? Of course Kuz is the guy who has that. Yeah. But, like, he's he's maybe a top 150 in the league. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> but he's living like he's top 10. Yeah, totally. <laughs> That's the magic of Kyle Kuzma. He got the mama mentality a little off. He he's a like he's the epitome of fake it till you make it in the <laughs> yeah, NBA, totally, totally. and he just might, he just might, <laughs> he just might. Um, LeBron let the gray grow in at least in yeah. the beard. And it's he's intimidating. Been, he's been he's been doing hashtag platinum beard uh, a I, lot. There there's there's a vibe to it because it it, got, it kind of feels like Master Roshi when he like powers <laughs> up and gets all muscly. <laughs> Well, my my problem now is that I actually am having a really hard time recognizing players. Oh, really? Because they they all grew their hair out. You're right. Yeah, and changed their Except, facial hair and all sorts of yeah, stuff. Yeah, some of them have have like have like long hair that's braided in intricate ways. Like yep. Michael Carter Williams, I kept seeing him and being like, "Who is this?" <laughs> totally. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna have to like relearn what it, like uh, Aaron Gordon has cornrows now. Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that. I saw Which that, yeah. really threw me. Like, totally. I just not nothing wrong with cornrows. I just no. not used to seeing Aaron Gordon with them. Yeah. So it's like taking me a minute to like recognize. Yeah. And that's gonna be <laughs> that's only gonna be like made more difficult when when players don't have their names on their jerseys. Oh my god, totally. totally. I'm gonna be like, <laughs> like who uh... is education reform? Who? <laughs> 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 That'll probably trend on Twitter. <laughs> I think so. We have I, I. That's my favorite of the of the the. There, the that's a real the, one. That's a real one. Uh, someone on the Lakers is wearing that one. I don't remember. Oh, I think it's awesome. I know that Atatakumpo uh, is wearing but... uh, peace. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it made me like think that. of Meta World Peace. Meta World Peace. Yeah. <laughs> Meta, Meta was uh, ahead of the ahead of the curve. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. He was ahead of the curve. Uh, Rondo broke his hand two days in. Uh, <laughs> he, he left the bubble. Um, and he's going to miss six to eight weeks. So he's also outside of the bubble. So there's kind of the, uh, the concern about, you know, will he get sick with that pushing back even further? So, yeah, we'll see with Rondo. I still think he's going to make it back for the second round. And I don't think we need him at all in the first round. Yeah, I agree. I think, uh, it's no secret our position on, on Rondo as a player, obviously as a person, it sucks that he got hurt. We don't mm-hmm. want that for yeah, anyone. Of course. In terms of our rotation, I think both of us were going to be fans of not featuring him highly in the rotation. Totally. And uh, the when, I, when playoff time came. Well, the ideal would have been Rondo playing like 10 minutes or less a game. Like, you know, just maybe being mm-hmm. out there when LeBron's not there and setting some yeah. guys up and like saying like, hey, hustle on defense. You're only going to play 10 minutes. But that was never really an option with Rondo. It didn't seem. At no. least it was kind of like either he's like a 25 minute per game guy or he's hurt. Um, and well, he's done those two situations. I... Yeah, I mean, he's he's performed some amount of voodoo or witchcraft on the like collective mind of NBA. Yeah. And like the fact that these players still talk about him like he's a like a like a top like, I don't know, 25 guy in the league or something like it's it's like. Yeah, it's great that he has like a high basketball IQ, but he doesn't mm-hmm. play defense anymore. Yeah, and it doesn't translate to the court really. I mean, he had every once in a while he'll dial it in and have those games. So I like I did want to see his playoff Rondo a thing because yeah, we, we've we've had a handful of those games where he turns back the clock. But I, I don't mean, know. Jason he, Kidd has a great basketball mind too, but like he's not suiting up for these games. You know, there, you there remember, does come a time in a person's career where like it just the yeah the 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 ability to to do physically what your mind presents mentally isn't there anymore exactly and do you remember jason kidd at the end of his career <laughs> yes dude was ass like well he also basically just became a three-point shooter yes yeah and but he still tried to you know thread the needle with these passes yes, and his yes. strength wasn't there and i remember in the in the olympics it was like we would play a lot of jason kidd but Dwayne wade was behind him and it was like why yeah it we're clearly yeah. better when Dwayne wade kobe and lebron are on the court at the same time uh but you know that that same kind of deal though they had to pay respect to jason kidd in those olympics and 
even though it made the team worse. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, with that, the teams in Orlando, uh, yep. it, we're recording this on a Sunday morning. They've played two scrimmages against the Mavs and Magic. Uh, they play the Wizards tomorrow night, and mm-hmm. then we're away. Mm-hmm. And we got Clippers to open it up with the first yep. real game of this restart. Yep. Uh, and without Lou Will, which we'll get to in a second. Oh, right. So, Luke, let's jump into in or out. Let's do it. Um, Luke, in or out. If we're going to have 9 a.m. games, it's James Worthy's God-given right to eat his damn egg sandwich during the broadcast. <laughs> in. That was hilarious. <laughs> Can you clear? Okay, so so I'm not... I'm not in Southern California, so I don't mm-hmm. get to watch the local broadcast. The NBA TV broadcast was the Magic's announcers. Mm-hmm. Can you clarify what this, what kind of egg sandwich this was? Are we talking egg salad, or was it like a breakfast sandwich? He never. Because I was imagining egg salad. He he's he was. Yeah, the way that he was talking about it, it sounded like a breakfast kind of sandwich, but I think it was egg salad. Mm-hmm. He had, and he said that he had a uh, peanut butter and jelly on deck. So if the game went a little bit longer, he was going to switch to PB&J. Weird combo. Yeah. So yeah. my question is, how big is this sandwich? Because it seemed like he was eating it for quite a while. He was. He was. I, I think that, you know. Is he just a nibbler? <laughs> well, he's trying to do color commentary and eat a sandwich. <laughs> the, same. the best were the moments where he would get caught, like, taking a bite, and then they'd ask him a question. Because, you know, like, the, 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 they're they not didn't in the have, same room. They're not in the same room, so they didn't have visuals. Yeah. And so you could totally picture him, like, uh, like, <laughs> like <laughs> sandwich at mouth. And they're like, what do you think about that, James? And he's like, well, <laughs> yeah, chewing at the same time. Um, but it was it's so funny because James Worthy just doesn't, he doesn't care. He's just, it's like the same thing like after a game, like smoking a cigar in the studio yeah. and stuff. What, what is, what is, what is uh, like, I don't know what it's called anymore, Comcast Sportsnet, like, yeah, Spectrum Sportsnet. What, Spectrum yeah. Sportsnet, sorry. No like, what are they going to do, fire big game James? Yeah, I know, I know. No, we love him. He's the best. Totally. And and it's that it's that casual side of it that I like I really like as part of the the Laker games like it, it there's some there's some like air of arrogance to it. Oh, guess, 100%. You know? Yes, that's absolutely a part of it. <laughs> but it's okay cuz he's a Hall of Famer and uh yeah, it it also it also made it feel way more like an exhibition game. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Look, I'm for basketball at 9 a.m. I watched it all throughout the day. I, I, I watched the first too. half live, yeah. and then I kind of finished it out through the I thought it was nice. It was. Uh, I'm not, not against it. All right, we're taking we're taking too long with this. Next one, in or out, the Lakers look rusty. Uh, LeBron and AD do not. KCP doesn't really. Some of his closeouts and stuff aren't. He's a little bit slower on some decision-making. Um this was totally set great. out. The, the team yeah. looks great. Like, for having not worked in four months, like... J.R. Smith looks a little Okay, rusty. listen, 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 listen. I'm not talking about the guys that are not going to see, like, meaningful playoff minutes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Yeah, of, of, the, of, that, of the core I, of this team, yeah. they really don't look like they've uh-huh. missed much of a beat. It's been pretty impressive. You know why, though? Uh, I think that... So people, people they were, were trying working to... out secretly with LeBron James the whole time. <laughs> I mean, yes, but I think I think that a big part of it is nobody knew when the the season was going to start again. So mm-hmm. what it wasn't just like it wasn't just like I have to stay in like playoff mentality. I think a lot of it was hey, we might have games next month. It was the, the same right. thing with my job. Is like we we're still remote, but we kept thinking like oh, you know, in a couple of weeks here we're probably coming back to the we're office. Gonna be back, we're gonna be back, yeah. And, and so that's like kind of the perfect carrot and stick. To like be in awesome shape if you're like constantly two weeks away from going back <laughs> <Right>. to work <laughs> so it's like, like this it's is like, a new this is a new management strategy you should write this you should well, write this management book this is kind of like the, the ideal two-week manager <laughs> yeah well well it's like it's like uh could you imagine if um in in summer after you're like okay you have two weeks what are you gonna work on this week ball handling it's like okay actually no you have two more weeks what are you gonna work oh shooting you know it's like yeah this this could be some of the best basketball, like we'll ever see. I, I think could just I kind of so. crazy to say, but it's I think it's 
possible because you have the combination of everybody being rested, people working on their body, and everyone's still in amazing basketball shape. And no distractions. No distractions. None of them are... Too. are That's a good yeah, point. They're just, like, this is all they get to do. Yeah. And so, like, be, and like people look stronger. People look more, like, people cut. Look huge. Yeah. Mo Bamba gained, yeah. like, 20 pounds of muscle. Totally. Totally. <laughs> it's insane. Kuz looks big, too. Kuz, Kuz looks like, bigger, yeah. Bigger. Yeah. I agree. Maybe it's just because all their hair is longer that I'm thinking this, but <laughs> no, I would definitely. I think you just see a bunch of guys that are like that have had to keep themselves at ten, and in order to yeah. keep yourself at ten basketball shape, you have to hit the gym so much harder than a regular mortal. Well, they're also not doing like the same level of of like cardio and running every day, and so it's yeah. literally just lifting. All they're doing right now is <laughs> yeah. like just lifting. For sure, so. it's like do you remember, do you remember when Kobe came back all buff? Yes. There was like, like that one random season, and he's like, I had to dial it back. <laughs> What's the Bryson DeChambeau or whatever in golf? Like, he used to be this scrawny dude, and he, he came uh, back from the break, and now he's like crushing drives like 400 <laughs> plus yards, and he's like the biggest dude on the tour. It's pretty funny. He went full Caruso. Yeah. Um, all right, in or out. Let, we need to move through these more. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, KCP in the starting lineup now that Avery Bradley is out. In. I really like it. I really like it. I think it's a really good, like, tone setter, spacer. Uh, I don't, I like, I was tempted to have Caruso in there and, and advocate for that as the starting job. But I think this works really well because it, it just, it gives us, like, another gear on a different kind of defensive end when we put Caruso in, um, like, either as, like, second or third sub um I, I i'm i'm in on it what do you what do you think yeah i'm into i like the spacing that it creates that avery mm -hmm. bradley did not provide mm -hmm. we give up something defensively but kcp is still a, a, not a, ton, like a good defender it's different um i also like that basically anybody else that we could have picked to sub in for him i actually like coming off the bench mm. like kcp is not an energy a bolt like a, a jolt exactly. of energy off the bench no no but Basically, anybody else we could have moved into the starting lineup is, like Kuz yep. or, or whoever. So, Great. Um, yeah, I'm with you. Uh, in or out, J.R. Smith signing? Um, I'm ambivalent right now. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's like he's, he's our 15th guy. So, yeah. in? He's a great 15th yeah, I, guy. Like, Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and I like that he has the LeBron connection. There totally. was like a wicked pass that LeBron threw yeah. him the other day that was just yeah. like, what? Um yeah yeah i'm with you how about this how about the the whole like the new arena like the the, the setup with the monitors and the digital fans i i still want to see how that digital fan thing goes i feel like that could be a really weird. good idea in theory um uh, but yeah. i'm i'm really impressed especially the first game i didn't like this this 9 a.m game as much i didn't think the av guys were on on it quite as well as <laughs> the opener because the opener really it like they were pipe you know they pipe in sound yeah. Um, and the opener, they did a really good job of making it still feel like a like a like a show. Yeah. Um, the the Sunday morning or the Saturday morning game was felt more like a scrimmage, more like a practice. It didn't have like it was mostly just players' feet squeaking. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the They're just, just playing a lot right. of music. It was kind of yeah, and they yeah, it felt like just a, like they were just in like a practice or something. Exactly, like they're experimenting with something. But the other night game was like, okay, I, I see how this works, especially from the, you know, audio side, and it, like it pulled me in. It still kept the illusion. It just was weird yeah. for, to see like LeBron like throw down like a thunderous dunk, and then there's just no, there's no one to celebrate reaction. with, or yeah. whatever. But what I, one of the things that I love is that especially Anthony Davis, but huh? a couple other guys on our team are really prone to sliding out of bounds a mm, lot. Mm -hmm. And it threw me off at first to not have the the fans and the, the camera folks like courtside and on the baseline. Yeah. I actually really like it now. And I actually yeah. think it's probably safer for the players. Mm -hmm. I actually wonder if we see something like that, uh, like maintained. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I wonder if like, I wonder if, if the league and, you know, the associated press or whoever is responsible for the photographers realize like, Hey, wait, we actually can get really good photography. I'm not advocating for people losing their jobs, but like mm -hmm. with fewer people on the baseline, yeah, it's safer for the players. It's safer for the camera people. Mm -hmm. 
I agree. You know, it, that's and that's a and good maybe point. courtside gets moved back a little bit, so it's not literally on on the court, but it's like yeah. a few feet back. Like, yeah, I, I can be down I, for that. And when we were texting, you brought up a great point that it might allow players more like leeway to say, "Hey, I'm going to dive for that ball." Yeah, some really athletic, like out of bounds saves. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm all in on the the new arena. How about this in or out? Alex Caruso is the most likable non-star mm. to ever play for the Lakers. Mm, I can't. I can't. I got to be out. That's a, such a big maybe if he wins us a championship. <laughs> okay. All right. Look, I, I I think I'm in. I tried really hard to think about who was more likable. Is mm. I mean, look, the dude the dude missed his sister's wedding yeah. despite the yeah. blessing to attend by everyone that mattered. All the coaches said you can go. Rob Palinka said you could go. LeBron James said, <laughs> Alex, you can go. We totally understand you can go. And he said, it's not worth it to me to risk it. We're trying to win a championship. Nice. That's awesome. I didn't know that story. Yeah. That yeah. Is, that's super likable. <laughs> like what? He was like, I have an important <sighs> role on this team. Yeah, especially with 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 Avery Bradley out, like yeah, and and obviously his whole story, right? Like being like the G League yeah. success, right? yeah. making the rock, like I, and it's a homegrown story, right? Like he's right. our guy. He came up through our system. Yep. Very I don't memeable. know if there's a like Shannon Brown. We all love Shannon Brown, but then he bombed the dunk contest, so like he's out. And his personal life. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing like i think uh ac fresh is yeah. i think he's in the pantheon of all-time most likable dj Mbenga's in there too <laughs> <laughs> tell me one thing about dj benga <laughs> other than his name and that he played on the team <laughs> i mostly picture kobe kobe said that he looks like you know the the ugly guy from the goonies <laughs> yes yeah 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 so bad. Yeah, the the hey, you guys. Yeah, yeah there's there's a shot of Kobe celebrating DJ uh hitting a shot. <laughs> Streaming, oh, hey, you guys. <laughs> um all right, moving on. In or out. There yeah. is only one fish in Lake Disney yeah. and every player keeps catching it over and over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. I'm it's in Disney Lake. Yeah. Or or they stocked it with a hundred of the same fish. Yeah, yeah, all at the same stage of life. Because every fish that they catch is the same size. I'm in. Yeah, I, my <laughs> hope is that is that when the Clippers get eliminated, Paul George just stays and keeps fishing. just a fish. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he like really that. enjoys the solitude. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right, last one. In or out. Lou Williams was actually just picking up dinner from Magic City during his excused absence from the bubble. I, I don't believe it. I'm out. I actually kind of believe it. You think he was just... So, uh, multiple people have gone okay. on the record in the last yeah. 12 hours okay. to, to vie for the legitimacy of the food menu at okay. Magic City right. and to be like, women and men both who are like, yeah. The food is actually really good, and the menu is pretty extensive. And then Lou Will, in an in a in a like a an interview, was like, "Ask any of my friends, and they will tell you that Magic City is my favorite <laughs> restaurant in Atlanta." <laughs> I, this right. is like the right. this is like the I read Playboy for the articles. Yeah. Of, of you know NBA strip club life. Yeah. I mean, right. I believe right. him. You're just picking up dinner. And, you know, like in his defense, he's got a quarantine for 10 days. Like, that doesn't yeah. matter for the Clippers. Yeah, it's true. He's going to miss the first two games, and those games don't really matter for them anyways. So yeah, he doesn't want to play them. Yeah, Lou's fine. <laughs> his game is the line anyways. Like, he doesn't need yeah. to work into shape, you know? No, no exactly. Um, all right, Luke. Uh, it's time to put on your mask. Okay. Strap in. Okay. Avoid the middle seat. Wheels up. We're heading to... Waiter's Island. Uh, I really hope that you you put the Lonzo Island audio. Okay, I, I, I can do that. Yeah. All right. Cool. <laughs> We're retiring Lonzo Island, but we've got a new island to visit. 
um, aka Philly Cheese Island. Philly Cheese Island. Have you heard the? Have you heard them saying "Say cheese" on the yeah. bench? Yes. I'm glad we're doing stuff like that. Like, there's no fans. You gotta like stay hyped, and our bench is like kind of key for that. Yeah. Well, there. It also looks like a soccer bench the way it's all spread out with like yeah. the big chairs and stuff. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I I guess I I don't I just don't quite understand the like public health reasons for it. Mm-hmm. If these guys are like yeah. in each other's grills, sweating and exhaling heavily, yeah, all game long, and they're all you know they're all tested and, and negative mm-hmm. and not exposed to the outside world. I guess I don't get why it helps to have them sit three feet apart. Totally. Maybe it's just this comfort thing. Maybe they're like, hey, we've always wanted to not sit on top of each other on the bench, yeah. and so yeah. now we have space. Now we can, right? I get that. I, I mean, Rondo loves to sit in the fans' seats. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, now he can do that for the next few weeks. <laughs> um, what do we think of Waiter so far? We didn't really get to see him before mm-hmm. the, you know, before the, the stoppage. I... I'm really excited to see him in a little bit of a faster pace situation um, because I like his I like his shot um, and I think he brings a lot to the table of what we need. It's just I would rather us not have to rely on him, but I think that we're going to be relying on him for yeah. like significant moments in the playoffs. And I'm not sure how I feel about that. I'm like I feel a lot better that we did that it's not you know, J.R. Smith, or it's not just like the some of the bench units that we put out there during the regular season that we would have had to rely on. They were just yeah. ugly and slow and couldn't couldn't make a shot, like like create you know a effective opportunity for themselves. Waiter, waiters is a good like. Hey, we got nothing else. He's kind of like a kitchen sink guy. It's like he'll he'll put some shots up. He's got a good stroke, as long as the game isn't too fast paced. I don't know. That's my only worry, I guess. Yeah, I mean, my thing is, we really, I mean, honestly, outside of LeBron, AD is different, um, and kind of Caruso, like, we don't have many guys in this team who can mm-hmm. actually just, like, create a shot for themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, surprisingly, we're, it's, we're really shallow in that, in that mm-hmm. regard. And while I don't think Waiters is someone that we want to rely on heavily, Mm-hmm. He does have that skill set. Yeah. Um, he like on multiple occasions there were there was nothing going. He was able to make a move, drive, step back and hit like a mid range shot. Mm-hmm. Right, and and that's yep. something we've really lacked. He also is a much more natural pick and roll ball handler. Yeah. And Dwight's a great role man. We he we really haven't man. been able to feature that in that's a good in, point. Our, yeah. in our um our in our unit. kind of second unit. So I'm I'm good with that. The other thing is like. And we'll talk about this a little later, but like, like he's a bucket. Like he, yeah. like it's not, not always right. Like he can be streaky, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but our team has kind of lacked three point shooting. Yeah. You That's know? True. Right. And I mean, he, like, he's not afraid to fire it away. Totally. And, and if, I, he's, I, if he's feeling it, you can give him more burn. Totally. Totally. So yeah, I kind of see. I, there was a really good tweet the other day that was like, the the question is not like whether Jr. or Waiters are going to get Avery Bradley's minutes. Like, mm-hmm. like Waiters and Bradley, Waiters and Jr. are going to play totally different roles. Like Jr. Mm-hmm. is going to be like a spot up shooter. Waiters yep. is going to be a primary ball handler in non LeBron minutes, mm-hmm. at least to some extent, right? Mm-hmm. Um, to me, I think Waiters. We needed a guy like Waiters for when. AD and Braun are both not on the court. Mm-hmm. Now, I hope we don't play too many of those minutes. Totally. Because we should be running through AD if, if he's on the court. And, and Alex mm-hmm. is great for that. Crusoe mm-hmm. is like great for doing that. Um, but if we if we get to a stint where like, you know, AD has to go back to the locker room and it's LeBron's time to come on the bench and we need mm-hmm. like yeah. four minutes before the end of a quarter to not have the offense bogged down. Yep. He could he could do that for us i agree and really like it's funny because his role would not be to be like this huge plus player in terms of plus minus it's just neutral like try to yeah you know try to keep parity while lebron and ad are out because those two guys are such big plus players that like yeah maintain the lead or keep it keep us in range if we're behind exactly exactly it's just like don't let this thing get out of hand 
Um, and yeah, it, you're right. It's probably five minutes a game where it's going to be really, really on his shoulders. And um, yeah, once he gets into his role, I think he'll be able to handle five minutes a game of really being the guy. Uh, and it's also kind of re- nice that we have streaky guys because, you know, maybe one of them will be hot in any given night. Would you rather Rondo or Waiters play those minutes? I feel like I need a larger sample size to really feel out Waiters if, if you're not able to tell from my tone. I, I, like, I really like what I'm seeing, but at the same time, it's it's like watching... like K-Hawk, I'm asking you to make example. wild generalizations based uh, on a small sample size. Right. Don't tell me that Kaycock is uh, like the guy. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> but he looked like the guy in Summer League. <laughs> Great hustle player. He just gets a little lost out there when he's playing against NBA players. Um, but so did so did Caruso once upon a time. That's fair. Now Although he, he kind of showed out in that... Uh, he did. In that that summer league when we won. Oh yeah, well he it was his connection with Kuzma. I remember thinking that Lonzo, Lonzo got hurt in the yeah. yeah. I remember thinking that Lonzo was the only reason why Kuzma was good, and then Kuzma was great in the championship. And I was like, oh, like he can do it on his own. It's like actually, actually no, like Caruso was a big part of that. Yeah, it was this bald guy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this guy doesn't look like a basketball player. Um. So okay, big question is: Are we buying property or maybe just a timeshare on Waiters Island? Yeah, I'll I'll go so far as a timeshare, five minutes maybe a game, f- fractional ownership. <laughs> yeah, fractional ownership, split like maybe like 20, 20 ways. Yeah, okay. yeah, I'm I'm in on waiters. I I'm really glad that we have him. I think that given the landscape of what was out there, he's probably was the best bet. But I we haven't seen Morris yet, and I I'm sorry, I just looked down and I saw that that's something we're gonna talk about later. But that's okay. You know. I feel like him and Morris might be a really interesting pairing off the bench. Just because both of those guys can get their own shot. Yeah. They both can be streaky, and they're big enough guys that I don't think that we'll get too much of a defensive slip from either of them. Waiters, in terms of defenses, I'm comparing him to Rondo. So it's not like I'm comparing Waiters to, you know, KCP or Avery Bradley or something. It's like he's he's a positive, I think he's a better defender than Rondo. But it's a very, very low bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah but, that's fair. But it, it all has to be against him. Like, will he generate the same amount of offense and defense than Rondo? And I say marginally more. So, yeah, yeah. I'll buy, a, I'll buy yeah. something small. Maybe okay. like a nice little... A studio loft or yeah, something. A little, yeah, a little one-bedroom with a good, okay. good view of the waiter's ocean. Okay. How about this? Why would Jamal Crawford sign with the Nets and not the Lakers? Like we would we, have, we would have signed him. I think we would have signed so? him. He was like courtside with Jeannie Buss, like, and and it was like going to happen. And then he was like, no, 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 actually, I'm not going to come back. And then I he didn't know that. signs with, and then he signs with the Nets. Weird. Yeah, yeah, like before the before the stoppage, before like COVID yeah. and all that. Yeah. It was like it was the deadline was approaching where he'd have to sign, mm-hmm. and he he came out on social media or whatever and said like I'm I'm going to remain retired. Maybe he just wanted to go to the Nets so that he could be in the bubble for like a few weeks, but not like three months. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I'm not sure. All right. I'm not really familiar um, with the story. Well, with that, let's uh, depart Waiters Island and head on into Coach's Corner. Coach's Corner. So, Coach. Yeah. Uh, I just want you to talk about um, kind of these eight play-in games. Cool. Right, which begin for us against the Clippers on July 30th. Mm-hmm. What do we have in store? All right, uh, so we got Clippers, and then we're going to play every other day until August 13th. Um, that we'll, we'll be playing the Raptors, Raptors, Jazz, Thunder, Rockets, Pacers, Nuggets, and Kings. Can um, we just yeah. like refer to all those teams in the singular? I think that'd be funny. Yeah, <laughs> the Raptors. Kind, kind of like how soccer teams are. They're like singular. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, we're playing the Rockets today. (laughs) I like it. Sorry. That's cool. Um, So, yeah, these are are some pretty good teams. Uh, Probably uh, everybody's a playoff lock except for the Kings. I don't think the Kings are going to make the playoffs. Um, So I I think that this will be a really good ramp up for us in terms of getting to playoff pace. Uh, I, I think that that Clippers first game is like a must win just for confidence Ego reasons. And also it pushes us to six and a half games up. 
Yeah, we could lose every other game, and it doesn't really matter. Yeah, likely. I mean, yeah. That so that that would at least open us up to say like, okay, these can be exhibition games if we want to, or if anybody gets even marginally banged up, it's like they don't have to play for the rest of the game. Just like we saw with like eighty got poked in the eye. I think the guy's yeah, fine. Just, it was just yeah, so like KCP yeah. like kind of rolled his ankle the first game and yeah mildly, and they pulled him out. Yeah, exactly. So it's just like. I think we'll have the same kind of privilege for these upcoming games. So in terms of that, that might, you know, make it not as great at basketball. But I, I think LeBron wants the MVP, man. So, but it's done. It's oh, so you think he's gonna try to sway it by like giving yeah. people a show, even though they're not. He's supposed got to count he's got eight more eight more chances. Exactly, eight more chances to prove that I'm better than Giannis this year. I mean, they're not supposed to take these games into consideration. But oh, you're really? saying that I there's didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's supposed uh, to be based on prior to the stoppage. But I think what you're mm. saying is like, if he yeah, shows right. out, <laughs> it's going to influence people. Everybody but Zach Lowe. No, they haven't voted yet. Okay. I don't. I don't think at least. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody except Zach Lowe will be influenced by what they see. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. My question for you as a coach is, <laughs> um. <laughs> Like we talked about, for most of these teams, there's there's no, I mean, other than like playoff seating, which mm-hmm. doesn't matter for home court, but could matter for who you're playing against. Mm-hmm. All these teams are not at risk of losing a playoff spot. Mm-hmm. The Kings are the last team we'll play. So unless they're in like a winner go home situation, which seems unlikely because they're pretty far out, mm-hmm. that game will probably be totally meaningless for both teams. Yeah. What level of intensity are you expecting? How would you think about lineups and minutes? Like mm-hmm. we obviously need guys to be ready to play legit playoff minutes, mm-hmm. you know, starting in August, but we also want to ease them in. We don't want to get them hurt. These games yep. don't really matter. Like how do you yep. balance that as a coach? I think, I think that, yeah, the biggest thing is to, you know, limit, limit the minutes. Like I think LeBron and AD each should be playing less than 30 minutes a game. Uh, but those 30 minutes should be maybe not all the way at playoff speed, but like high pushing intensity it, minutes, high intensity so that, you know, maybe more rest throughout the game as well. Uh, maybe pull uh, LeBron a little bit early in the first, mm-hmm. you know, things like that where they could stagger a little bit more um, just so that they can, they can, you know, make sure that their body's right, that they're feeling in rhythm and sync with each other. Maybe get some pick and roll burn in the fourth quarters uh, to simulate some of those. Uh, moments i also think that uh the biggest thing that we need here is to integrate the new guys yeah and so kind of my ideal situation because these games don't really matter would be to experiment enough with lineups to get enough data and get some guys some burn and if you end up making it a close game in the fourth and you put lebron and ad in perfect yeah, now you get to some, stimulate a real yeah. end of game situation. You know, if if we if we end up blowing a lead because, you know, we're playing our, you know, tenth through fifteenth guy all at the same time. Yeah, great. Like, let's see how how well we can and how quickly we can come back against a you know a, a team like the Rockets or something. You know, a quick yeah. small ball kind of team. This would be a good chance for us to you know kind of force some end of game scenarios <laughs> that's what I okay do. i like that so let's switch to thinking about playoffs yeah what do you expect to see in terms of playoff lineups i actually don't think it's going to be as different as a lot of people are are acting like i i don't like i think that our starting lineup is going to be the same as it was for these games into the playoffs um i think that ad and lebron will play more minutes i think that lebron will be playing close to 40 minutes a game um as he should i'd love if we could not do that in the first round but i think you're probably right yeah i but with you know with our current point guard situation um that's that's what that's what i'm most frustrated with about losing rondo is you know even if even if he wasn't the best choice like the coaching staff trusted him enough to put him out there without lebron Hmm, um it's it's gonna take some some growth for Philly cheese to get that level of trust. And I hope he does. I hope he does because LeBron really shouldn't be playing too many minutes in the first round. I don't think like who are we going to play in the first round. The Mavs are, are seventh. So we're going to be playing a team worse than the Mavs. Yeah. I think it's likely the Mavs Grizzlies can't like, I mean, who are all the Portland, I think like, or all the, yeah, the bubble, like on the bubble in the bubble. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes. Double bubble. <laughs> 
uh, and then you know Zion, um, Pelicans. That would be great if we were playing them. That'd be perfect. <laughs> Just exploit the. That's their what I wish. I don't. I don't. Yeah. So basically, the teams like seven, seven through eleven, mm-hmm. uh, and like so it's Mavs or Mavs, Grizzlies, Trailblazers, Pelicans, Kings. But like, oh. yeah, the Mavs are. 10 games ahead of the Kings. So wow. they could slip to eight, but that would be pretty unlikely because they're yeah. seven games ahead of the Grizzlies. Yeah. We match so up really well against the, them too. Yeah. So the Mavs are, I think no worse than seven. So yeah, we'll probably mm-hmm. play the Grizzlies, Trailblazers, Pelicans or Kings. Great. And, and I've... of that most likely, uh, Grizzlies, Trailblazers or Pelicans, I think. Uh, I mean, okay, I'll be fair. The Kings are the same number of games back as those other teams. But they they're missing so, some guys in the bubble right now. Yes. Half so one of those one of those one of those four, but yeah, probably probably Grizzlies, Trailblazers, or Pelicans. Cool. And I'm not really worried about any of those teams. Maybe uh, Portland a little bit, but yeah, I just because of Dame, like it exactly. Just, yeah. But yeah. at the same time, one of the things that's scary about playing Portland in the playoffs is having to go to Portland, and you know, it's true. It's not a thing anymore. It's not a thing anymore. Same thing with like Denver, some of these other teams that really get that big home court boost um we did the lakers <laughs> yeah, used to yeah for sure <laughs> but uh, one quick aside like yeah one change that i wish they would make to the bubble uh-huh. is if they're going to have like like you pointed out that they're listing games as like verse and at yes like they're, they're they're labeling a home and an away team uh-huh. i kind of wish that they would have maybe even remotely um let the home teams like av team Mm -hmm. run Mm -hmm. the show Mm -hmm. so for a lakers home game like the organ is playing oh yeah you know what i mean yeah and like cool our announcer is is you know saying you know what i mean like i think that yeah that i I, that would have been if i could make one i think they've done like a masterful job of this whole thing Mm -hmm. of every professional sports league i think this is like by far the, yeah. the best thought out, the best executed, right? And and hats off to the NBA for that. My only my only thing would have been I wish that they could have actually created a little bit more of a home atmosphere. That's yeah, I'm with for you for home for home games. That's all. But that's just like a fan experience thing. That that's not yeah. a you know what I mean. That's yeah, that's all. But it is a key part of like that. I don't know, kind of nostalgic feeling with the Lakers is like like all those little components, even the. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the hulu, 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 hulu. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, that's a, that's a good. Like, are they gonna play? I love L.A. After we win. Probably not, man. I hope I so. I really I hope, hope they, they do. do. Yeah, I hope they do. It'd be so funny if they had streamers and no fans. I think they will. I think they'll <laughs> yes. like drop. What I was wondering is like, are they still gonna do like the the champagne like popping? Dude, they should they should pop the bubble for the last game. Just have the last game in Staples. <laughs> I mean, I wonder if they if if the last two teams were the yeah. Lakers and Clippers. Yeah. I wonder if they would do something like that. <laughs> That'd be so cool. Not and not bring fans, but just yeah. but just say like, hey, since both these teams play in the same arena, yeah, we're gonna bring them back for be, for the last game. If really if it cool. came down to a game seven yeah. or something like that, yeah, that'd, that'd be, be really sweet. Cool. It would be. Any other thoughts on on coaching thoughts on playoff lineups, roles, players? Um, really excited for Markeith. I really think that's the edge to our team that, um, I, like, I sometimes even sleep on. It's like, oh right, we have a very very versatile four, um, and who that, can be an enforcer. Yeah, and I think actually can slot up well with Kuzma, not just replacing Kuzma. Um, and I I think when we first got him, we saw him getting some burn instead of Kuz. Yeah. Um, and I think that Kuz is a more natural three than four. Um, it's just a really tall three. He's just, cause he's yeah. just not physical enough for a four yet. Maybe he will be someday. But um, so I, I feel like you know having those two guys come off the bench, that's that's a matchup nightmare with the two of them and Dwight Howard. Like, who the hell has a bench that's big enough to contain <laughs> you know three like six? Well, nine, the six, Nuggets. Nine, Maybe the Nuggets. Six, 
Yeah, maybe the Nuggets. With their starting point guard, <laughs> Jokic. Right. But but off the bench, you know, like Jokic should have to play a lot of minutes. Yeah. In that scenario. Um I mean, I mean bowl, like bowl, the maps bowl, are man. big. Bull Bull is going to be the yeah, yeah. Nuggets are acting like Bull Bull's about to be Finals MVP or something. <laughs> I'm ready for some Bull Bull. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm excited for this team. I'm not. I'm not too worried. Just got to stay healthy. Um, I, I still think that LeBron, like you know, I watch some of the Clippers games and stuff like that, and those two guys are really good, but they're not LeBron and AD in my opinion. So listen, man. Until Paul Pierce, uh, Paul Pierce, Paul Pierce. <laughs> Sorry, a little Freudian slip there. Uh, until Paul George proves that he can actually get past LeBron in the playoffs, or like make it in the playoffs. Yeah, like playoff P has been a problem for he has been for the Pacers and for yep. the Thunder, and like you know he's the opposite of playoff Rondo, right? He he is not his uh-huh. best self in the playoffs historically. Maybe that'll be different because of these circumstances, or mm-hmm. because he's not the best player on his team, right? He's got quite a like. Maybe that'll change, but until I see otherwise, mm-hmm. like I I don't you know I don't I don't trust him in yeah. the playoffs. I agree. I agree. We'll I see. don't care that his shoulder is healthy for the first time in five years. <laughs> I think he's going to, you know, strain it doing too much fishing out on Lake Disney. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Reeling in that one fish over and over. And over. <laughs> They're going to be like, Paul, come on, man. We all want to fish. Stop catching the fish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Paul George just eats the fish. No one else can fish anymore. <laughs> Um, one, one quick thing I yeah. just got to say, I wanted to do some muse cage cause I, yeah. I thought it'd be interesting to look at stats from these first couple of games. Like it's small sample size, but just to, they're nowhere. The stats are nowhere. I literally oh, cannot find a box score anywhere. They're not on ESPN.com. They're not on basketball reference. They're not, I couldn't find them on NBA.com. I couldn't even find them on like DraftKings or like gambling sites. It literally just exists in, in tweets. And I was not about to like comb through Twitter to find enough stats to wow. say something interesting. Crazy. Yeah. Well, One other thing. I, uh, Trevor Lane this morning had a great point, which was, yeah. while I think we all hate playing against Lou Will because of his ability to get to the line. Uh-huh. One of the ways we beat them right before the season ended was by switching LeBron onto Lou. Like we targeted mm-hmm. him on defense mm-hmm. and then roasted him. Yeah. We won't have that. So... I think we'll have to, that'll be something I'm very interested to see is like, mm. yeah, he, we won't have him getting the line, but he's also not going to be the defensive liability that we proved yeah. him to be the last time he played. So I think that'll be an interesting True. kind of like wrinkle for us to watch in this kind of final um, matchup against these teams heading into the playoffs. Totally. They also don't have Beverly though. So this is going to be, this is going to be a, but a I, I think that Beverly is overrated. I think Beverly is like massively overrated. Like I don't think that actually makes a big difference for them. They're going to claim that it does. <laughs> they'll try to invalidate yeah, whatever results. I know, but <laughs> he has like one or two like like high intensity, not even good, but just like mm-hmm. high intensity moments in a game. Mm-hmm. And then every pat bev fan in the world points at that and it's like see see yeah. see see he's a, yeah. all all nba defense all defense like uh-huh. give me a break i and i i don't know if it's going to be the same kind <laughs> of lift those kind of moments like inside of an arena with fans really help buoy a team and kind of change true. The momentum i don't yeah. know if it's going to be as strong we'll see that that's going to be a really interesting thing just about basketball in general is like I, I really feel like a big LeBron breakaway dunk or like chase down block or something like that. It's not just the block. It's like the way that it shifts the mood in the room. Yeah. I'm, I'm really curious to see if in this sterile environment, we still feel those mood shifts. I think we're going to, but I just don't know if they'll be as like pronounced. Yeah. I'm, I mean, we'll have to see if the, the virtual fans, cause it's yeah, supposed to be real right. time. It's supposed to be real time and their audio oh. will be live. Like their no. audio will be audible in the, in the arena. No, the yeah, fans. Yeah. yeah. I think it's going to be like blended with other sounds. I think it'll be blended with other crowd noise, but, but they'll be reacting live. Somebody's going to be washing dishes. Dog's going to be barking. I know. I'm waiting for someone to moon moon the camera. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They should put them behind the hoops. 
so that uh, when you're shooting free throws, you have a bunch I think of they're going to. It's going to be it's going to be yes. all around. Oh my god, I yeah. didn't know that. At least on three sides, it'll be on three sides. Not it won't okay. be on the yeah. side with the where the camera. Right. The fourth is. wall. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah, it's going to be an interesting ride. Uh, if nothing else, this will be some of the most fascinating basketball we're ever going to watch, just because of oh, the yeah. situation. Um, also, I think we really need to relish it because, like, yep. I don't think we actually know if we'll get games for a yeah. while after this right they're not going to yeah. be able to do a real season like this yeah you're right and they're saying you know they'll start the next season in like i think december or january but like mm -hmm. no one knows what the world's going to look like by then it's possible yeah. it's other yeah. leagues are, are playing in their home arenas and stuff and it's working mm -hmm. for them for now but mm -hmm. i think we all just need to relish these next three months for for what it is i agree and even just as we're going throughout this process the bubble could pop so it's true enjoy it while it lasts yeah we, we have no idea that's why i'm that's why we're potting about exhibition games <laughs> <laughs> uh well i just want to thank all of our followers i hope that this was like a little kind of oasis to you we're going to try and focus on the other stuff going on the you know in the basketball world rather than going on in the the real world just because i think we all have our fill of uh you know the real world right now <laughs> so i hope that i hope that this is kind of a nice peaceful foray into um the bubble <laughs> this is luke walton talks lakers in the bubble <laughs> um so i want to thank all of our followers for joining us and once again invite you to subscribe to the pod on itunes podbean stitcher spotify google podcasts and many others and also invite you to follow us on social media um if you so choose luke walton talks lakers.com do you think Magic City works with DoorDash or like Uber Eats? <laughs> Could you imagine? Does that defeat the their business model? <laughs> <laughs> Having to go through the yeah. bouncer every time. No, I man, think, I'm just yeah. here to pick up food. <laughs> I think that defeats the business model. I think that defeats the business model. <laughs> One more reason why I believe Lou Williams. Yeah. He had to go himself. He couldn't get it delivered. <laughs> exactly. He's a lost leader, man. He gets you in the door with the food. Best in town. Oh, all right, Luke. Thanks. Talk yeah, to you man. later. That was fun. Take care.